Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, hallelujah, and thank you, Jesus. I am excited. Again, we've got another day that we're going to be studying God's Word. As I adjust this microphone. Amen. So we've got a, a, another day to study God's Word. We are still in the book, Becoming a Prayer Warrior by Elizabeth Els. I pray that you have gotten the book by now. You can follow along. I see more folks are coming on. I will manually mute you, but um, Star 6 will also mute your line. So, again, thank you for uh, being on time and being on the line. Let's pray. Father, we just bless your name. We honor you for being such an awesome God. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will move by your spirit in the midst of our Bible study and cause us, O God, to focus in on your spirit, focus in on your word, open up our spirits that you might pour in the living word. Thank you, dear Lord, for what you've done so many times in the past in our Bible study. And now, God, we pray that you will continuously do it even now. Bless your people real good, we pray in the name of Jesus. We're thanking you in advance, in advance for revelation knowledge. We're thanking you in advance for what you're going to do, that you're going to blow our minds with the information we receive tonight by the power of your Holy Spirit. Do it, God, to your glory. We pray in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. All right, all right, last week um, I really tried to get through I really tried to get through, and I don't know why. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I'm 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 still looking and learning, learning on um um what how to operate in this system. Um, I tried to make, reach out to them to tell them that um, there was some difficulties with our our study on last week. And prayerfully, we don't run into that again. All right. So tonight, and it looks like, and I hope everybody can hear me. It looks like, all right, audio is not connected. Tap to connect. All right. It looks like I am connected. I pray that everybody can hear me okay. Um, and as we move forward, we're going to pick up again my, my, um, my aim was to start moving on to page 53 and 54, 55, and that was on last week. But again, and I'm going to spend some time here tonight in this same area. Um, it, it said pick up midway through page 52 um, where it says, as you enter into praise, meditate. And when I got to that word meditate during studying, um, it struck me that we need to understand the power of meditation. You've got to understand the power of meditation. 
and it is so important when it comes to you having the capability of transforming your life. It comes through meditation. And I'm not talking about the meditation that we see um, folks doing and they have their index finger and their thumb, and then they have their other three fingers um, pointing out, and they're sitting with their legs crossed, eyes closed, back straight, and they're chanting some kind of, I'm not talking about that kind of meditation. I'm talking about something that you're putting in your mind, and you are rolling this idea, you're rolling this thought over and over and over in your mind. Now, sometimes I believe that many believers are subconscious, thank you, Holy Ghost, subconsciously meditating on things, ideas, thoughts that are destructive to your Christian living. And and by that, I mean, this kills me, this kills me, that kills me, this makes me sick. You know, that gets on my nerves, that gets on my nerves. And some of us have been programmed down through the years that certain things, when it happens, even though attempting to give you peace, you refuse the peace because, you know, God's got many blessings available to us that we don't partake of because we've got our minds made up that we're going to do it our way. Thank you, Holy Ghost. What winds up happening is you can get into, you can get into something, and the next thing you know, Hold on, I'm working the system. Wow, hallelujah, I'm seeing. All right, please star six, star six, if you can, star six, because I'm trying to mute some folks and it's not allowing me to mute them. Okay, we're going to keep it moving. The meditation that I'm talking about is the part in Romans chapter Romans chapter uh, 12, where it takes, talks about the renewing of your mind. And this renewing of your mind, by the power of the Holy Spirit, when you yield to the Spirit of God, when you yield to the Spirit of God, you will find out that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you literally can see and sense the transformation. Matter of fact, it's happened to me in the last few days. Matter of fact, this week. Leading up to um, my birthday, I'm so excited about my birthday being on tomorrow. I am, like, excited, 55. I'm, 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 I've got this goal in my mind. I'm starting to formulate these ideas. 55 to 65 is going to be the best uh, years of my life, 55 to 65. This, this next 10 years is going to just be fantastic. Why? Because it's something that you put in your mind. And, 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 and you're not saying that there's not going to be obstacles. You're not saying that there won't be a struggle. When I came in the house today, I sensed that the house was hot. And although I had been on the road and, and, and I was talking about the favor of God and loving God and praying for the world and things of that nature, guess what? It doesn't mean that the AC can't go out. Now, what you'll find out, that part of the blessing, part of the favor that God gives, write this one down, is the patience that he gives you when you run into a difficulty. That's part of the blessing. See, it's the way you look at it. Some folks immediately, they may not say it out of their mouth, but they begin to falsely accuse God for not taking care of them because how can my AC, I'm your child. 
and I'm, I'm professing that you take care of me. Well, again, you've got to do this with maturity. That's what it says, be perfect as I'm perfect. Be mature. Be understanding, knowing that you are in a fallen world. You you're, you're, know that you're in a body that's deteriorating. Know that you're, you have mechanical items that do wear out. And although God can bless you and you not realize the AC was supposed to go out four years ago or supposed to go out seven years ago, and God extended it, and you didn't realize it. I'm, I'm just saying hypothetically, what's got to happen is you've got to understand not only will he give you patience, watch this, but he can give you peace in the midst of your AC going out. How the AC going to go out? Hold on, let me look at the weather real quick. I'm going to pop it in on my phone. And it's saying that it's 84 degrees. It's 84 degrees. Even if even if it's gone down, because it says clear 77. Oh, oh, that's the high down there. Okay, I see it. That, that it's 77. 77, you still want your AC on. You still want some wind blowing. God will give you peace while you deal with the heat. You will never know that God can give you peace. How are you going to give you peace? And the AC is running. All the bills are paid. The bank account is full. Savings account is full. How can the savings account be full? Savings account got money in it. Kids are perfect. Wife is perfect. Marriage is perfect. How will you ever know that he'll give you peace? Oh, I've got peace in the midst of tranquility. I've got peace in the midst of everything going right. And that's what you got to understand. How do you under? How do you know that God will give you peace, you'll know because guess what? In the midst of something that normally will set you off, you have peace. Hallelujah. Help me, Lord. Okay, so so this meditation piece is, is something that I really want you to take a look at. Now, the, the one of the items I did not go over last week that I had made a note, was moving fast, and I moved right past this note. And possibly I could have hit a few of these scriptures, and I'm going to hit a few more tonight. There is a website on the Mount Enon Facebook page, and it says, and if you punch it into Google, you can pull it up that way too. If you're not that savvy about punching things in and finding it, go to the Mount Enon Facebook page, and you can uh, pull it up that way. 30 things the blood of Jesus does. 30 scripture verses that show the powerful effects of Jesus shedding his blood. Now, I'm bringing this up because when it comes to meditation, one of the most powerful things you've got to know as a believer is the promises of God. Not only the promises of God, thank you, Holy Ghost, but you've got to also know the, the, the things that God has put in place, help me, Lord, that he's put in place for you is benefits. These are benefits that you have. The key is you have not meditated. You have not taken knowledge. of. If you don't know better, you can't do better. When you know better, you at least have the opportunity to do better. If you take a look at a few of these scriptures, and I'm going to move relatively quickly. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, it says, watch this, and a lot of them, and this is what believers got to know, and, and, and I'm going to lead into this statement by saying 
when we realize the benefit of the blood of Jesus washing away our sins. Many times I believe that 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 folks don't take sin very seriously because the blood washes it away. The blood took care of that. The blood took care of that. However, you have got to you have got to generate within yourself I don't want the blood I don't want the blood to have to take care of this. Even though I know it's past sin, present sin, future sin, the blood takes care of it. If I slip up and make the mistake, if I purposely sin, guess what? Lord, please forgive me. I know I planned that. I did that. I robbed the bank. I knew it was wrong. I still I'm still spending the money. Father, please forgive me. Yes, it can happen. That you plan a sin, you commit the sin, and then you ask for forgiveness. As a believer, you, you've got to develop what God hates, you hate. And when you know that, that the blood is going to have to cover this nasty thing, because God's calling it nasty. God is calling it abomination. God is calling it a stinking smell in his nostrils. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And when you realize that, I don't want to sin. Now, watch this. You're going to find out many of these uh, uh, scriptures, and, I'm, and I think I'm going to go, I don't know, I'll stop when the Lord says stop, deals with sin. Watch this. Uh, the first one, it says Hebrews 9.28. That's Hebrews 9.28. It says, so Christ was offered once to bear, watch this, the sins of many. See, that's when you start getting that, and thank you, Holy Ghost, when you start getting that, then you start to know, guess what? My sin is forgiven. You don't live under that guilt. Some people, you'll find out, they beat themselves up for years because of the sin. That was Hebrews 9.28. Watch this. I am justified. Here's another one. This is what the blood does. Much more than having now been justified, watch this, by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. That's Romans chapter 5, verse 9. Romans 5, verse number 9. Okay? Romans 5, 9. So, again, I'm justified. When you know these benefits, you are thanking God and you have confidence to live. You have confidence to have the joy. You have confidence. Watch. This is a part of the understanding is a part of the getting of the peace. When you don't understand, that's why you are baffled. Because you don't understand, guess I've been justified by the blood of Jesus. I am forgiven. When it comes to things that you remember, I'm telling you, I know you remember the songs. You remember when your TV shows come on. You remember the combination to the safe at work. You remember... Um, the order of service without even having a program in your hand, guess what? Know these scriptures. If you don't know the book, chapter, and verse, you can know the scripture itself, even if you got a paraphrase. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. That's, that's Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. In him, watch this, we have redemption through his blood. We are justified, that was Romans 5, 9. We are redeemed, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7, by his blood. Watch this, you'll see it in this scripture. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. 
unmerited favor. I'm blessing you with this. You did not deserve it. You deserve punishment. And this is, so when it comes to meditation, and that's where I'm at, that same paragraph on page 52, when it comes to meditation, this is a scripture, this is a group of scriptures that you begin to embed into your heart. You get it deep into your heart. You get it deep into your spirit. Why? Because it transforms the way you live. When you don't have that ready knowledge, when you don't have that to be able to pull, you know, that's what a computer, a computer can't, if, if you didn't do some data entry, a computer can't pull stuff from the, the memory of the computer if it's never been put in. Help me, Holy Ghost. It can never, it can't pull, listen, as smart as the computers are, smart as they are, they cannot pull information that has not been inputted. Now, if it's a computer that gathers by observation, if it gathers by surfing, like say it goes on the Internet and it surfers and it pulls information, that's one thing. However, it can pull information that's not available. Your memory, your mind, your spirit, your heart cannot be filled unless you meditate. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Unless you meditate. You think about it over and over and over again. And the enemy is throwing as many things as possible to distract you, to keep you busy, so you will not know. Here it is, last one. Uh, That was Romans chapter 5, verse 9. Watch this. I am being spiritually healed. Good God Almighty. One day, even my flesh will be replaced with an incorruptible body. Hallelujah. See, this is where you start getting excited. This is where you start knowing that, guess what? God is doing something awesome in you, and even with the healing of your body, you're going to see that, guess what? God God is going to heal not this, this physical body, but he's going to transform this physical body into an incorruptible body. Okay? Here we go, last scripture. It says, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Who himself bore our sins. See, you got to understand how it happened, when it happened. And it's all in your memory bank. And, and you, by his stripes, I'm healed. By his stripes, I'm healed. It says he bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we haven't died to sin. See, and this is the part that, again, we slip right by it. We could spend the rest of the night talking about we that died to sin. If you're dead to sin, the sin should not be tempting you anymore. You got, listen, you got power over that. When you start to see it, sometimes watch this. We deny it. See, you used to be a girl watcher. You used to be a guy watcher, and God gave you power over it, and, and it's not really pulling on you. you just doing something out of habit. You recognize in your own spirit sometimes you used to be a drinker, and now you don't even have the urge to drink. But out of habit, you're still looking. You say, I don't even have the urge. I don't even know what I'm looking at. Why? Because God has released you from it. You are free. You are dead. Watch this. This is what the scripture calls it. You're dead to that sin. You're dead to it. We that have died to sin might live 
the righteousness. We might live for righteousness. So here it is again. We're talking about sin over and over and over again. What has the blood done? The main thing is that penalty, the power of sin in your life. Even the point of healing in your body. We went over that. First Peter chapter 2, verse 24, that one, he himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree. We that have been dead to sin, we died to sin, that we might live for righteousness. Amen? Now, there's a lot more scripture on that. I'm not going through all of them. I want to keep it moving. That's the part of meditation. That is the part of meditation. It says meditate, watch this, on the provisions. I'm back in the book, page 52. Right above the, 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 the heading that says, praise God for whom for who he is. So it says, for the provisions the Lord has made for you through his blood. His blood allows you to walk today in the new covenant. That's Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19, and, and chapter 12, verse 24. Okay, now I think I went over Joshua 1 and 8. I'm just going to make mention of it. Read it in the Bible in basic English. I'm almost certain I went over that one. That one's dealing with meditation. Again, you've got to meditate. You've got to put this in your mind over and over and over again. And let me tell you something. Um, reading it and reading it out loud, not only so, you're, so you can read it, but that your ears can hear it. Faith comes by hearing Hearing by the word of God. I don't know if the Bible said that the hearing that I hear, although I'm speaking, guess what? I'm hearing it. Thank you, Jesus. I'm hearing it in my ear. I'm hearing my own words. When I'm reading the scripture and, and I'm not and I'm I'm literally saying the words, I'm not only reading them, but I'm also hearing them. I'm seeing it. I'm saying it. I'm hearing it. Come on, somebody. I'm seeing it. I'm saying it, and then I'm hearing it. So faith cometh by hearing. So not only do you want to read the word, but you want to read it aloud. Many times I'll put that Bible on, and I could be around the house doing different things, but I got that Bible playing, scriptures just ministering to me. I, I go into Bible Gateway, and I put it on dramatic, King James Version. The dramatic King James Version. You can get it to read to you, and you just got word, word, word. Why? Because there's power in the word. Thank you, Holy Ghost. All right. Now watch this. We're going to move on. Praise God. I'm at the bold print. Praise God for who he is. Now, when it starts talking about prayer, I'm in this mode of trying to transform the way folks pray. You're not praying. Watch this. I'm, I was sharing with uh, Deacon Shepherdson earlier today that, that, that the, the church, the way folks have done church, has literally messed the church up. Why? Because we have started to think, if I do it this way, it guarantees my prayer to be powerful. If I do it this way, it guarantees, watch this, my prayer to be effective. My prayer will be powerful, and when I say powerful, I'm not talking about effective to me is powerful. When I say powerful, I'm talking about the power that people say that is a powerful prayer because the way is done. So they say it's powerful. It, it, it can be powerful in this earth realm, but not effective 
powerful in the spiritual realm. I hope you're following me. It can be powerful in this earth realm. So they say, oh, my God, you know what? Let him pray. Let her pray. Why? Because she can pray because it's powerful. See, it impacts you in your flesh. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I'm believing you, God, to do this by your power. Oh, God, I believe. And we start to say, oh, my God, oh, did you hear his prayer? His prayer was powerful. Listen, you want your prayer to be powerful in spiritual realms. And because we heard other people pray that way, so what we, what we do is we dub that as a powerful prayer. Now, watch this. We look, and nothing in the prayer came to pass. You, you, you look, and, and what they said, what they requested, what they asked of God, nothing came to pass. But we said, let him pray again, and let him pray again, let him pray again. What we've got to do is seek after being powerful in the spiritual realm. And here, what we're doing, praising God, when I'm, when I'm saying that we need to transform, many times our prayer is filled, thank you, Holy Ghost, is filled with a bunch of requests. However, it's not just Pastor Shepherdson. Here it is. Elizabeth Els is saying the same thing. She's saying when, when we look at Chapter 3, there's types of prayers, and when she starts to go into the types of prayer, she starts off with praise, praise and thanksgiving. As a summary right there at the top of page 52, then she goes into praise God for who he is. Good God Almighty. Hold on a second. It's just like you start the Lord's Prayer. You say, Our Father. Now, whether you say the Lord's Prayer over and over again or you say prayer or you say your own prayer with those same elements, that's up to you. Watch this. Uh, it says the source of praise, watch this, is the Holy Spirit activating your spirit. D-Y-B-I. I don't have it on the book, but I'm telling you, D-Y-B-I. Do you believe that? It's the Holy Spirit activating your spirit to express, watch this, approval and adoration for God's greatness. So you start your prayer off just recognizing how God is an awesome God. He is a mighty God. He is a magnificent God. God, let me look at some more adjectives so when I begin to, to adore you, when I can, when I begin to praise you, guess what? I have more adjectives on how to do that. It says here, as you read through the scriptures, watch this, keep a list of the qualities that you discover about him. His mercy. See, when we start to pray, it's really not about exciting people. And, and again, nobody's going to ask you to keep praying if you come up, unless you're in, a, in an environment where we can appreciate a prayer that does not have to be the traditional prayer from the 50s and the 60s. And if you don't pray that way, you, 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 just because a person just comes up and starts screaming does not mean that that's a powerful prayer. If it's heartfelt and you're screaming, if it's heartfelt and, you're, and you're, you're praying with cadence, it's nothing wrong with it. So don't think that I'm saying there's something wrong with cadence. Cadence also, and cadence is when you go, right now, in the name of Jesus, I'm believing you, God. That also helps with the, 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 um, your breathing 
That's a breathing technique. So it also helps. If you're genuine, then pray your prayer and pray it your way. But if you're doing it for the sake of believing by me doing this, that makes my prayer powerful powerful in the spirit realm, then no, don't do it. You can speak your prayer in common uh, 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 tone and in, 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 in slow pace, and the volume does not have to be high. And it can shake mountains. When you start to look at and you mean it, that my God is merciful. My God is faithful. It says his faithfulness. That's number two. Number one was mercy. When you start looking at God and, and the qualities of God, his mercy. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Excuse me. Number two was faithfulness. Number three, his patience. Know that you have a patience, God. Know that your God is patient. And because, watch this, because you got anxieties going does not mean that he's going to get anxieties going. Have you ever known, um, matter of fact, when, when I'm working, I'm usually moving fast. And, and I've been told, why don't you slow down? You're making me nervous the way you are because you're moving, moving, moving. You're making me nervous. Well, don't think that you being having anxieties, you being anxious, makes God anxious. No, it doesn't happen. Our God is a patient God. That's number three. Number four, he's an ever, watch this, everlasting love. He's an everlasting loving God. So that love that they talk about, not being able, nothing can separate you from the love of God, you better understand that is real. God ain't leaving you. You got to try to leave. You got to do something to break this covenant. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Everlasting love. That's before. Praise him for his character. Watch this. Praise him for his character. I call that number five. His character. Who he is. Even though a lot of that makes up his character as far as I'm concerned. Um, praise him, number five. His character. Because he still has more. Watch this. Develop and, and, and I circled habits because, again, I believe some of our habits is the thing that is destroying us. You're doing that just because. I got a new van. On the old van, the passenger side rear door was broke. So I would have to open the front door, reach around and push the button, and open the back door. On the new van, it's not broke. I can push the button on the outside. But because of habit, I opened the front door, reached around, and pushed the button one day, and I laughed. It's a habit. It's not that, that, that I have to do it. It is a habit. And some of the things that are defeating us is things that are set up in our root. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The routine of our life, and you're doing it because it is a habit. Watch what it says here. Thank you, Holy Ghost. It says, develop the habit of praising during your prayer time. Thank you, God. Develop, make it a habit. Make it, put it in your subconscious mind. Renew your mind. Romans chapter 12, renew your mind. Thank you, God. You are awesome, God. You are an awesome God. You are, watch this, merciful God. You are a faithful God. God, you are patient. Thank you, God. Share with me that patience. Let it rub off on me as I praise you and bless your name right now. 
Thank you for being so patient. Thank you for being having everlasting love towards us. Despite our foolishness, thank you, God, for loving us. Thank you for your character. Okay? I just ran through one through five. Develop a habit of praising during your prayer time. In Psalms 51, verse 15, for Psalms 51, verse 15, it says, O oh Lord, open my lips, and my mouth may de- that my mouth may declare your praise. Again, um, whether we're playing a CD, whether we're playing a DVD, whether somebody is there uh, uh, singing live, whether there's instrument accompaniment or, or, or not, when it's time to praise God, CD, DVD, live, Memorex, organ, drums, with or without, it doesn't make any Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with You get in. Why? Because it's about you looking around. You worrying about if that person singing. You worrying about your voice. You got to close your eyes and you got to understand when it's time to praise, even in the midst of your prayer. It may not be a song, but it could be the words of that song that you're speaking. Deacon Shepherdson does that a lot. You'll hear her when she's exalting. You're going to hear her bring up the, the words of a song. She does it when she's praying. she got to get ready to pray. She might, matter of fact, she might just sing before she pray. Why? Because that what should our father. Again, what kind of, what kind of uh, uh, exhortation is he's your father? Father, when I start my prayer off, I'm coming in the prayer recognizing who you are. You are my God, and I thank you. Out of a habit, our Father, who which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. No, you just, that's vain repetition. You're just doing it for the sake of doing it. No, I want you, watch this. God wants you, thank you, God. He wants you in the moment. He wants you in that moment. He doesn't want, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Next day, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Next day, our Father which art in No, that's vain repetition. When you pray the prayer and you're in the moment, you're recognizing when you say our Father. I'm recognizing all over this earth God's got children and he loves us. He's being patient with us. He's having mercy on us. His love is there in the fullness because he's faithful. Start to praise him. Declare your praise. That was Psalms 51 and 15. Psalms 51, 15. I'm thanking and praising God right now. We ain't ran into no difficulties. We've been on here for a half an hour. We ain't run into no difficulties. I'm praising you. I'm thanking you. Don't bring it up. It may come. No, it's not. I got favor. God going to have to, if he chooses to allow it, then, hey, that's on you, God. I'm thanking you, God, and believing that we're going to go all the way to the end, and it's going to be all right. That's how you got Sometimes we begin to meditate on the negative instead of on the positive. I got favor. I'm waiting on this thing to happen. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Watch this one. Now, the next one, Psalms 119, 164, you know that's that real big um, psalm. Psalm 119, verse 164, seven times, watch this, seven times a day I praise you because of your righteous ordinances. 
and I wrote above that Psalm 55, did it, yeah, 55 and 17. Seven times a day. It, it should just come to your mind, uh, prompted by the Holy Spirit. God, I love you. God, I thank you. I'm thanking God right now. It's a little warm in the house. It's a little warm. It's not, it, it, yeah, it's a little warm. But guess what? I'm in a mode of just praising God and thanking him. So many times it's been freezing. It's, sometimes this house feels like a frig, refrigerator. It's so cold. It feels like a ref- I'm thanking him for so many days of refrigerator, refrigerator house. Thank you, God. But your but your your AC is off. Thank you, God. You thanking him for the AC being off? No, I'm thanking him for when it was on. I'm thanking him. Watch this. I'm thanking him for when it get fixed. I'm thanking him. Watch this. For when it get fixed, it ain't gonna cost me a whole lot of money. It's gonna be something simple. Hallelujah. I'm thanking him for favor. On the fix. But you ain't even gotten in touch with the person that's going to fix it yet. I'm thanking them in advance. See, that's how a prayer, because you know you have a God that is faithful, because you have a God that protects, because you have a God that has all wisdom, because you have, watch this, when it comes to the connections and, and, and being able to network, you got the God. <laughs> you know some folks who know a lot of people. I got a God that knows everybody. Good God Almighty. <laughs> You know, when you know a person and they got a particular network, all they can contact and to help you with is the people in their network. My God can contact and and connect with folks in my network, folks in your network that, that, that you know, and I didn't even call you. He can network me into your network, and I didn't even call you. He can network me into a person that I don't even know into their network because my God, watch this, he knows everybody. When you start getting this mindset, it changes how you view life because my God is in control. I've sang it before. I'm going to sing it again. It says, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world. He got you and me, brother. In his hand, he got you and me, sister. You got to realize God's got it all. But you're not praying from the standpoint that God is in control, God has got all power, and God is everywhere at the same time. I'm thanking him in advance for, I'm I'm thanking him for what he did in the past, all the refrigerator days that we had. I'm thanking him for the position I'm in right now to have the right mindset as I go through this trial. And then I'm thanking him in advance for what he's going to do. I'm thanking him in advance for the connection that we're going to make and that it's not going to cost me a lot. And watch this. And then I'm thanking him in advance for more cool days. I ain't got time to complain. I ain't got time to whine. All right? Here we go. Psalms uh, 55 and 17. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We're going to look down. I don't have a particular version of the Bible. Uh, some of you have already gone ahead of me. I know you done read it. Watch this. Evening, morning, and noon, I will complain and mourn, and he will hear my voice. That was the conversation. Conservative, I'm sorry, conservative version. Here we go, Amplify. Evening, morning, noon, 
will I utter my complaints. On this one, on that one, they were praising. 119 and, and to 164. 119 verse 164. He says, I'm, I'm praising you seven times a day. On this one, it said three times a day, I'm complaining. I'm praying. I'm crying out three times a day. Excuse me, evening, morning, noon. All right? So this is praise. That was complaining. Praise him. Here we go. Now, if you look at that last paragraph down at the bottom of page 52, it says, as you begin to praise and extol, and I hope you know, extol is taking praise to another level. Extol means to praise enthusiastically, overpraise, exalt, extol. So you got extol and then exalt. Okay, thank you, Holy Ghost. Exalt. So to overpraise slash exalt. That's when it comes to extol. It means to praise um, enthusiastically, overpraise, exalt. And this is what we move into. It's not because Deacon so-and-so did it. It's not because Pastor so-and-so did it. You start to do it. Why? Because God is great. Sometimes, you know, we just let ourselves go with excitement for other things, whether it's sports figures, whether it's an entertainer singing, whether it's a good movie. You know, at that particular part of the movie, you cheering. You've been in a movie theater, and, and you're in there with a bunch of strangers, and you don't care. When that particular part, you hear people, they cheering. Nobody else in there cheering. We watching the movie, we watch the movie quietly. But you get exuberant. How come we turn off our excitement when it comes to God? We turn it off. That's when you start to extol. Watch this. It says, as you begin to praise and extol the Lord, your spirit rises up within you to increase your understanding of who he is. If the Bible says do it, let me tell you something. It's a benefit in it to you. You don't have to look at it that way, but you better understand that when you get into genuinely lifting him up, despite who you are, despite what you did last night, despite some of the thoughts that was in your mind, you sitting in service and you got some crazy stuff going on in your mind, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, kind of craziness going on in your mind. But guess what? God is still worthy. God forgive me. And you go to praising him. It's going to help your understanding of who he is. Matter of fact, you need to ask the question, who is he? To you, who is he? Maybe that's why you're having such a hard time in this relationship. Maybe that's why you still got the habit of doing some of the things that you've done for years and they have not changed. Why? Because maybe you're not acknowledging. Maybe you have not let it sink down to your core. Maybe it hasn't gotten into your heart who God is to you. Who is he? Watch this, top of page 53. Your soul is also strengthened in the process of praise. I just thought to myself, boy, you better look at the time. I could have looked up and it was 8.35. (laughs) 
I, I, I had lost all track of time. I was reading, and he said, in my mind, what time is it? Why? And that's what you want to do with praise. You want to, listen, you want to get up early enough when it comes to you doing your devotional, and particularly in the morning. And I'm telling you, that early, early a.m. is a wonderful time. It is a wonderful time. 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning, 5 a.m. in the morning. And, and to make sure, see, what that does, if you get up and you really, at, at maximum, you, you only got a half an hour. But if it gets good to you and you really need 40 minutes, you can't do it. Why? Because you got to get ready for work. You got to start your routine. So when you get up in the early a.m., and in particularly, if you don't have, this is your day off. Who better to spend that early a.m. time with than God? I'm telling you, it has blessed me tremendously. It has blessed me. When I do my early a.m. praise and, and prayer time with God, let me tell you something. It transforms my entire day, my whole way of thinking, stuff that would bother me before. Matter of fact, I'm telling you, stuff that would irritate me, it's just on my mind. I wouldn't even really call it an irritation. It's on my mind. It's something that I think about. I found out that guess what? God blesses my day when I spend some, not just time, quality time with him in the early a.m. I'm Okay, I'm dropping it on you. I pray that it soak in. It says it also strengthens, strengthens, is also, is it, oh, I'm sorry, your soul is also strengthened in the process of praise. And I started to get into this because, again, everything we deal with, when it comes to the heart, when it comes to the spirit, spirit man, it really deals with who you are and who you know you are. You've got to know that you've got a spirit inside of you that is very, very powerful. Can you be quiet, dog? Lord, hammers, he want to get on the Bible study call. This, this thing, when it comes to your soul, the spirit, when God breathed in us, listen, that's the, the, the spirit that lives inside of us that, again, you've got to learn to let control your life. As long as this flesh controls your life, the, the, the touch, taste, feel, even when it sinks into your, your thought patterns, and then now it, it may not be tangible, thoughts not tangible unless you're dealing with faith. Faith, uh, the, what is it called? What does it say? Uh, now faith is a substance of things hoped for. It is substance. Faith is substance. When it comes to your thought patterns, when it comes to what you believe, and you go over into the dark side, Again, this is stuff prompted by your flesh. You got to get in the spirit, watch this, and stay in the spirit. Then when it starts, this is what it says here, your soul, this is the deep parts of who you are, is also strengthened in the process of praise because praise causes faith to grow. Do you believe it? Faith, praise causes faith to grow. Why? Because you are over and over and how great is our God. I'm telling you, every day when I pray it, when I say lead us not into temptation, I'm not talking about me. I might be praying with one of the kids. I might be praying with co-pastor. 
When I say lead us not into temptation, I'm not talking about just us. I'm talking about everybody. We are one unit here on earth. We as a church, the Spirit of God, are going to be caught up to meet him. We're coming. It's like transformers. When you create the big transformer, all the little transformers get together and create one big transformer. We're going to all meet him in the air. When we see him, we're going to be like him. This is a spiritual thing. When I say lead us not into temptation, boom. There's temptations that was going to face believers all over the world today. And guess what? We will not be ensnared. By that temptation. Why? Because we have prayed the prayer. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. I'm seeing the, all over this earth, the whole earth is crying out to God for deliverance from evil. And when I come home, I'm praising them. I was out and about, and guess what? Although I saw it, although it, it came to mind, it didn't tempt me. It wasn't drawn on me. I didn't have to wrestle with it. Why? Because God gave me victory over it. Over. See, I got a habit. I got a track record. That's what it is. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I got a track record now. I don't yield to it. I don't make those kind of comments no more. That'll take me down a path that I don't that 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 that, that leads to a dead end. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Here we go. It says here. Uh, do you believe it? It actually, the, the praise causes faith to grow. And as it grows, you suddenly realize that nothing is too difficult for him. See, Jeremiah 32 and 17, you know what it says. You know where I'm going. Jeremiah 32, 17. I always got to remember there's people on the line that may not have the book. 3279, 3279, help me, Holy Ghost. 3217, 3217 in the book of Jeremiah. And I'm looking at the Amplified, and in the Amplified it says, Lord God, behold, I have made the heavens and the earth by your great power. No, it says you. I think I said I. You have made the heavens and the earth. And in Sunday school, we've been studying that. And if you know the awesomeness of your God created the heavens and the earth, listen, that's enough power right there just to make nothing else on earth, just the heaven and the earth. That's enough power right there for you to recognize, listen, I'm trusting that God. You've made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard or too wonderful for you. That's the Amplified. So how is your little situation perplexing him? That's why I deal with the pain. When I feel the ache, when I, when I get up in the middle of the night, listen, that's okay. That's okay. This body is deteriorating. Guess what? I'm speaking life to it. Death and life is in the power of my tongue. I'm believing every word of it. I'm believing the God I serve hears my cry. I am healed and whole. I am strong in God. By the Spirit of God, I am healed. When I drink this water right here, matter of fact, I got some water right here. It, it drink, it, I'm drinking healing into my body. Thank you, Lord. Healing into my body. By his stripes, the scripture, meditating on it. 
I'm speaking healing, and by your stripes I'm healed. There's nothing too hard for him. When you start putting limitations on God, let me tell you something. You done really messed up then. Memorize. you got to memorize these scriptures. Here we go. Moving to this next area. 53. Page 53. It says, thank him. See, we went to praise. First we said at the top of page 52, praise and thanksgiving. Summary. Now we're talking about praise. Now we're going into thank, thanksgiving. Thank him for what he has done. Remember, that wasn't you. I understand you think you think it was you. It wasn't you. I, I know you didn't lie to yourself and you didn't convince yourself that it was you. It wasn't you. Thank him for what he has done and will continue to do. You, It's no way you can get down. Why? Because God's going to listen. Even if I wanted to get down, I couldn't get down. Why? Because I trust him so much. My focus is not on my situation. It's bad. Yes, if you look at it from there, yes, the glass is half empty. It's half empty. Yes, you can beat yourself up. It's half empty. Lord, have mercy. What am I going to do? Because all I got is half empty. You've got to convince yourself that that glass is half full. And thank God it's half full. Wow, look at this. I still got half of it left. It's the way you look at it. It could be so much worse, but it's the way you. I'm thanking him for what he's done and what he will continue to do. Thanking Thanksgiving awakens your love towards God as you acknowledge, thank you, Holy Ghost, that you are his child. We're going right back into it. Our Father. Did he do it or not? Did God do that or not? If you're going to give him credit, don't change it when you get in front of somebody and they ask you how did it happen. And then you you change it and you take credit for it because God hears you. Sometimes that's what I'm wondering if God is literally teaching us lessons because we lied to people about how we did this, how we achieved that, how this happened, how that, you just need to tell them. So I, I hear pastors sometimes, and they talk about how their church grew. Listen, it was nobody but God. It, I heard pastors, they talk about how how the, the power of their preaching, that did it. That's that's how that's how this, this congregation became so strong, because the power of my preaching, it was nobody but God. It was nobody but God. If God doesn't say yes, let me tell you something. I don't care who on earth says yes. I don't care who else in the spirit realm, principalities, powers, they can do what they want to do. Let me tell you something. If God doesn't say yes, you say, well, didn't you tell us, Pastor, that the devil has stuff to offer here? Yes, but guess what? When the devil offers it, it still got to go past God's death. Good God Almighty. Bam. It still has to go past God's death. If he says, listen, this backwards, crooked, uh, jack-leg preacher is, I want to bless him with with this or that. I want to bless him with a big old church. Guess what? It still got to go past God's death. That's why he says, I allow, I allow it to rain on the just and the unjust. Help me, Holy Ghost. Thank you, God. Here we go. 
So it says here, thanking him that he gives you every good and perfect gift. James chapter 1, verse 17. Let's run there real quick. James chapter 1. Let me see if I can do this. Won't let me. Okay, good. 17. Here we go. James chapter 1, verse 17. James chapter 1, verse 17. (coughs) Excuse me. Look, Look what it says. Every good gift and every perfect gift. Watch what it says in the Amplified. Free, large, and full. <clears throat> That's why you expect to have favor. That's why I'm not the only one saying that I'm God's favorite. That's why I'm not the only one to say the favor of God is on my life. That's why I'm not the only one that says he's about to blow my mind. The next 10 years are going to be magnificent. Excuse me. I got that tickle. <clears throat> You know what happens right at the end of the, <clears throat> excuse me, the end of the call. Thank you, God. That's why you say the next 10 years are going to be magnificent. Oh, Lord, you know it's up to 50 and down to down downhill after that. No, 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 no. That's up to you if you believe I'm falling apart. <clears throat> My old body is falling apart. Yes, it is falling apart because you're speaking it. Yes, I got a headache. If I got a headache, I got a headache. But guess what? It's leaving. It came to pass. It came and it's coming to keep going. It's coming to pass. It's just passing through. Yes, I I have it, but it's about to leave. It don't have me. Good God Almighty. You got to learn how to speak to yourself. You got to learn how to speak positive. You got to learn how to speak the head and not the tail. Excuse me. Here we go. So it says, I'm going to finish that up. It says, free, large, and full. Gift, gift is from above. His good, his good gifts and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of all light. And then the Amplifier says that gives light. It comes down to fall. He gives light. He is light. He's the light of the world. In the shining of whom there can be no vib- vary- variation, variation, that there can be no variation, rising or setting or shadow cast by his turning as in an eclipse, let me tell you something. Nothing can stop it. Yeah, it's going to look bad. Yeah, you're going to run into some issues. Yeah, the car sounds like it's clickety, clickety, clickety. Yes, the AC can go out. Yes, you can get terminated. Yes, you can get set out. But guess what? He's just, listen, that set out is a setup for you to be blessed. Thank you, God. The nerve in my right hand, it just started um, bothering me. It just pinched. Ouch, it shot pain in my hand. I've got a, a roller that I can roll it, and after I roll it, guess what? The pain goes away. If I'm in bed at night, sometimes I leave the roller in the car. It may not bother me for days, and then all of a sudden, it bothers me. Well, I didn't left it in the car, and it's in the middle of the night, and my hand starts burning because the nerve pinch, and I can't roll it in that instance. 
Now, I either got to, it could be 2 in the morning, and I either have to get up, go outside, get it out the car, roll it so it'll stop burning, or I can sit there and deal with it. Guess what? There's a third option. Good God Almighty. Or I can talk to the Lord. Lord, let me go back to sleep. I've done it. And guess what? Fall on back to sleep, and it don't bother me no more. Didn't get to roll it. Fell on back to sleep. Put it in the Lord's hands. Amen? What did I say? I said, we're going to move There ain't going to be no problems. Wasn't able to mute everybody. Guess what? Didn't have any disruptions. Why? It's in God's hands. Lord, I thank you. No, no, no. You can dwell on last week. Keep thinking it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You keep speaking it, yeah, it's going to happen. It's almost guaranteed. It's going to happen. But I dare you to speak positive. I dare you to speak light. I dare you to speak blessings. Amen? All right. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, God willing, we'll talk to you next week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.